Amen. That was a great day. All eight services, some 5,300 people showed up. It was a lot of people, but it was a great day. And so thank you for joining us on that day. If you were a guest and talked to two or three families, you came back today and that was your first time, Christmas Eve. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today. You know, truthfully, at this service, I thought there'd be about 50 people and half of them would be staff. So I'm pleasantly surprised. <laughs> pleasantly surprised. And we're going to jump into the word. Uh, can't believe it. it's January 1st. It's January 1st on Sunday. That hasn't happened in, uh, since 2017. Five years ago, it was this same setup of January 1st on Sunday, or vice versa. And uh, what a way to start. I mean, think about it just for a minute before we read the word. You are joining us on January 1st, the first day of the new year, Sunday in worship. It just can't get any better than that, can it? We're here to worship the Lord. And I, were you blessed by this worship service? Oh, oh my goodness. I mean, that was powerful. And uh, just, we want to meet God here every time we come, right? By the way, I'm on a tangent, can't help it, rooted. Someone uh, asked me, Pastor Ray, I just signed up for rooted. Will I be, will it make me happy or will I be convicted? <laughs> the answer is yes. The answer is definitely yes. So, all right, enough of that. Uh, would you stand with me? We have this thing about respecting the word of God here. And so the first passage we stand just to say, God, your word, your word matters to us. If you're a guest here, we uh, so appreciate you being with us today on this first day. Now, Moses, this is Exodus chapter three, and this is a, a beautiful encounter. Now, Moses was keeping the flock of his father-in-law, Jethro, the priest of Midian, and he led his flock to the west side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. The angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. He looked and behold, the bush was burning, yet it was not consumed. And Moses said, I will turn aside to see this great sight, why the bush is not burned. When the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called to him out of the bush, Moses, Moses. And he said, here I am. Then he said, do not come near, take off your sandals, or take your sandals off your feet, for the place on which you are standing is holy ground. And he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham. Wow. Wouldn't you love to meet God that way? I mean, I'm sorry, but that, man. I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look at God. He was afraid. Father, take the word, your word, your holy scripture, and, and may it do something within each of us today. May we hear you call our name today in Christ's name we pray, amen. You may be seated. Again, once again for being with us, it's a great way to start the year, showing up January 1st on a Sunday. For those of you who are watching online, this is your one free pass. It's time to get here. Next week, we're starting a new series called Defiant Joy, and you need to be with us. So uh, I don't want to read too much into this first day of the year being on Sunday, but I got to tell you, uh, I'm thrilled to start the new year worshiping the Lord with you. How about you? Worshiping the Lord, worshiping, and then uh, getting into the Word of God together, reading God's Word. We're going to take communion, and... Uh, it's just going to be great, and then we're going to pray together. It's a great way to start the year. And, and by the way, uh, the Lord did tell me that for any of you who showed up today, that life would be easier for you the rest of the year. 
So I'm just telling you, you were online, I mean, <laughs> life would be easier for you. You would have all your champagne wishes and caviar dreams come true. How many see a problem with what I just said? Yeah, about, about all of you. And uh, the problem with what I just said is neither the Holy Spirit nor the Word of God declare that you're going to have an easy year. The Bible's honest with us. And the truth is, you're probably going to face some hard times. Uh, in the world in which we live, you're going to face some hard times in your family, at work, wherever. And so don't ever let anybody tell you that, you know, being a Christian is a, life, is a bed of roses. It may be a bed of roses, but there are thorns <laughs> as well. And so uh, we, can't, we can't promise you a life without problem. We can, we can say this. You can choose how to meet those things that come your way. That God can prepare your life and mine. The Holy Spirit can help direct us as we come in, in contact with things and situations, people and circumstances that, that we struggle with. You know, uh, this sermon came out of a, a, a brief encounter I had with the Lord. I was walking in to a pastor staff meeting, uh, not last Wednesday, but the Wednesday before. And I remember walking through the door, the door jam, and I just was impressed with these words. Uh, the Lord said, holy ground. You know, and so uh, just those two words, holy ground. And as I, as I processed those words with, some, with the staff and then uh, in our all staff meeting, I just sensed the Lord saying to me and to us that this place needs to be a place of holy ground. It needs to be holy, not because we're self-righteous, not because we're holier than thou. There's been enough of that in 2022. But to be a place where we keep the main thing the main thing. The main thing is always Jesus. The main thing is lifting up the name of Jesus. The main thing is worship. The main thing is, is the word of God. The, the main thing is being led by the spirit of God. It's, it's, being, it's going deep into learning what it means to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Holy ground is deepening our awareness of God in 2023 that we would seek to walk and live in 2023 in the presence of God. That's holy ground. Whenever we experience the reality and the presence of God in our daily lives, that is the presence of God. Holy, you know, something holy is any place, it's anything, it's anybody who desires to be set apart for God, who looks at the world around and says, this world has nothing to offer me. I choose to be dedicated, separated, unto God. I want to follow the Lord Jesus Christ, be filled with the Spirit, and live for the glory of God. It, uh, holiness and, and, and holy ground is, uh, is, is a group of people who have a passion for God, who want God more than anything, who look around and, and see what this world, however pretty it might be, how many Disney and less, that's not even a word, but However it might look out there, there's nothing that comes close to following the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not only because we think he's better, it's because I can tell you in, in, in my life and in 35 years of pastoring, there's no one better than Jesus. He's never let me down. He won't fail. So at the end of the day, we make this conscious decision. I, I, I want to walk on holy ground. I want to have a desire to know Jesus, to walk in the power of the Spirit. I want to be in a place where grace abounds. 2023, let Calvary Community Church be a place where grace abounds. Where grace abounds, the unmerited favor of God toward each and every one of us, and then we extend it to other people. Let grace abound in 2023. That's my prayer. So the Lord lays on my heart this, 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 these two words, holy ground, that comes from Exodus chapter 3. It's really, I think, the only one time it's actually mentioned, Exodus chapter 3. It's recounted again in, in Joshua in another different form, and then it's, it's said again in Acts chapter 7. 
And, and, and we're going to walk through this verse very quickly this morning. I got a little long-winded last time, but it won't happen today. Uh, now, I'm, I'm positive. And so, now Moses... <laughs> I'm sorry, I made myself laugh. Now Moses... Now Moses was keeping the flock of his father-in-law, Jethro, the priest of Midian. And he led his flock to the west side of the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. Now, you got to get this picture. Uh, Moses is taking this flock. He's come from Egypt. He's, he's now, uh, he's got a wife, a father-in-law, and he's out in the wilderness. And if you, another translation said he went to the far side of the wilderness. He goes to the west side, comes to Horeb, what is called the mountain of God. He's herding his father-in-law's sheep. Uh, and, uh, you know, when I, when I read that first verse, and maybe, maybe you're not going to get the same thing I get, but here's what I got. I got this, this thought that uh, holy ground can come to anybody. You can be a shepherd out in the middle of nowhere doing nothing, and if you'll be receptive, if you'll be open, the Spirit of the Lord can speak to you just like he's going to speak to Moses. It doesn't matter who you are. You don't have to pastor a church. You don't have to be on staff. You can be anybody, anytime, any, with any name, with any background, with any whatever, and if you're willing, God moments and holy ground can come to you. We just have to slow down enough. You know, if there is something that characterizes our life, it's, it's being in a rush all the time. We're in a rush to get to work. We're in a rush to get home. We're in a rush to go here. We're in a rush. Rush, 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 rush. Stop it. Just stop. It's not working. We're living our lives so fast that holy ground experiences can't come our way because we're so caught up in other stuff. And, and, and I don't know about you, but I have high expectations for 2023. Say, well, Pastor Ray, you have to say that every year because that's your job. I know. I get that. But there is something about 2023 that the Spirit of the Lord wants to say to each and every one of you and me. Slow down. Because I've got something to say. And whatever God has to say will be better than anything you hear out there. It will be absolutely, unequivocally, Five star better than what you hear out there. We just have to slow down enough and be attuned. You know what attuned means? It means tune in. Tune into what the Lord has to say. Be, be sensitive. Be aware that at any moment, at any time, you can be herding your sheep down the 167. And all of a sudden, holy ground can appear right before you. And God can give you opportunity through a person, through a situation, through somebody cutting you off. To have a Holy Spirit, holy ground moment to experience a divine move and a divine presence of God. It's time to start looking for them. But to do that, we have to slow down because they happen. They happen. Holy ground experiences aren't just for a few. They're for everybody. It just matters what we do with them. Verse 2, and the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame out of the midst of a bush. He looked and behold, the bush was burning, yet it was not consumed. Holy ground moments aren't initiated by you. And I want you to get this. Holy ground experiences aren't initiated by you. They're initiated by God. And so if you miss it, you're missing God. Did you catch what I just said? They're not initiated by us. They are initiated by the Lord God, Jehovah, when God chooses to encounter you. And here's a little subnote to that. God chooses to encounter us every single day. That is, if that's not the weirdest thing you've ever heard, God wants to encounter you today. 
God wants to encounter you in the worship. God wants to encounter you while you're driving down the road. God wants to encounter you in interactions with other people. Now, grant you, it may not be a burning bush. I'm sorry, there was only one, and it's still burning somewhere out somewhere. I, I don't think so, but it'd be kind of cool to think. But at the end of the day, God may not provide a burning bush, but he will provide ample opportunity for you to, what did it say? He looked and behold, he looked. Well, you don't have to have five years of seminary experience to get that one, do you? If you want burning bush experiences, holy ground movements, you gotta stop and look. You gotta be aware. That was my uh, Buzz Lightyear. Where was I? Oh, yes. The Bible, the Bible said he turned and he looked and behold, the bush was burning. You got to stop long enough to look. If you don't look, you won't find. If I'm not looking for those Holy Spirit movements and expect, have an expectant heart that says God is, is, is going to do something in me today. He's going to put something in my path, a person, a circumstance, an opportunity, something. He's waiting for us to look and sense where he's working and join him wherever he is. I, I, sometimes I want the burning bush to be right in whatever I'm doing. And sometimes I just got to tell you, God's not going to put it where I want it. I'm on a tangent. I can't help myself. He's going to put it over there. And he's going to say, you can keep going your way if you want to. But the burning bush experience, holy ground, is over there. Stop and turn and look. And see what God has in store for those who will simply slow down long enough to hear what he has to say because they're standing on holy ground. And Moses said, verse three, I will turn aside to this great sight why the bush is not burned. Oh, please, Lord, let 2023 be the year we turn aside to see the holiness of God. Everyone's still awake? Let 2023 be the the time we slow down, we stop, we look, And we turn aside. In other words, instead of going the direction we think we ought to go, we turn and look and we see the burning bush, the experience of God, holy ground, and we turn that way. Let that happen. Because when we do, what we see is that we serve a holy God whose holiness is so far above my understanding, I don't even know what to say. But we turn and we see the holiness of God. We see his greatness. We see the majesty of God, the glory of God on display. And if we will attune and tune in and say, God, in 2023, nothing is going to be more important than me watching and looking and turning aside to holy ground moments in my life will change the world. Will change the world. Turn aside, make a choice to stop what you're doing. Lift up your eyes and see. Now, here's the thing. Moses could have kept watching his sheep. And let's be honest. If you're a shepherd, watching sheep's fairly important. It's important. I would never say that what you and I do isn't important, but for crying out loud, if God shows up, I think that's more important. If God wants a bit of my attention, how many think I should probably stop, slow down, and attune into what God has to say, you know, it's important to keep an eye on the sheep, but not at the expense of missing a holy God. Yeah. 
not at the expense of missing what God has to say in all the important things we do. There's nothing more important than meeting and having a holy ground experience with, with God today. Verse four, verse four, when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, I mean, God was waiting for him to, to hold up, stop, don't worry about the sheep, turn over here. God called to him out of the bush, Moses, Moses, Ray, Ray, Taylor, Taylor. I mean, what, what, what gets better than that? When we attune ourselves and we come into the moment where God has our full attention and he can cry out our names and we can say, yes, Lord, speak, as Samuel did. I think it was Samuel, for your servant heareth. And when he did, God met him in a powerful way. Friends, in 35 years of ministry here at Calvary, I gotta be honest with you, I have a lot of regrets. And sometimes my greatest regrets is when I fail to turn aside to hear the voice of God. God, I'll be with you, but I got some task over here. I got to get done. And remember, they're for you. And God weeps at my pride and at my arrogance. God, I know that's important. And just as soon as I take care of this, this, and this, we're going to spend some quality time together. You know, when I say those things out loud, they're so embarrassing. And so shameful. And yet the reality of you and me is so often we get so busy, we get so active, we get so caught up in the things of this world that God wants to provide a holy ground experience moment and we don't take the time to hear the voice of God. I know every year is important, but man, in 2023, I want to slow down long enough to hear what God has to say. Friends, if you get nothing else out of this message today, and you may not, I pray you have a hunger for holy ground. Holy ground, that divine encounter with God that changes us forever and ever. Verse five, God speaks. Then God said, do not come near. Take, your sandals off, take the sandals off your feet for the place on which you are standing is holy ground. Now Moses would have understand that from a, 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 a religious perspective of you take your shoes off when you come into the presence of someone who's holy. He would have got that. But as I read it, I didn't interpret it through that lens. I interpreted it through the lens of what is it in my life that I need to take off before I stand before the presence of a holy God. What is it for me? What is it for you? Is it selfishness? Take off your pride because you're on holy ground. Is it arrogance? Take off your arrogance for you are standing on holy ground. Is it fear? Because Lord knows we've lived with a lot of fear the last three years. Take off your fear. You don't have to bring it into my presence because I release you from fear or anxiety or stress. In the name of Jesus, be released because you're on holy ground today. You don't have to live by the rules of this world or the, world's, uh, the words of anybody, but live in the presence and the power and the spirit of the living God who say, take that offer. You are standing on holy ground today. And then, as if that isn't enough, God meets him there. And he says, Moses, Moses, just so we're clear, verse six, 
I am, the God of your, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, hid his face for he was afraid to look at God. It touched him viscerally. It touched him emotionally. It touched him in every which way. One thing you knew about Moses, that when he stood on holy ground and encountered a righteous and holy God, he would be forever changed. Doesn't mean he'd be perfect. Let's be honest about it. But his mindset, his perspective, his very life was changed by being on holy ground. By being on holy ground. Uh, maybe I, I'm getting something out of this text that you're going to get different, but I got to tell you, when, when we come into this place for worship on the weekend, be it Saturday night or Sunday morning or Sunday night or even C7 or wherever, I, I want to encounter God. I want to I hear God speak. How about you? I, uh, you know, when we come into this place, 2023, let every moment be a holy ground experience. Let every moment be, let even our fellowship let even our fellowship before and after services, let it be divine. I mean, I'm not going to go so far as the New Testament church and they greeted each other with a holy kiss. We're going to hold on that. <laughs> Just for so many reasons. We're going to hold on that. But wouldn't it be cool if, if we could develop, not just saying, hey, what you think of those Seahawks last week? Hey, I, I don't mean, and, and please, I had people after the service say, I'm never wearing my Seahawk jersey again. I'm not picking on you if you're wearing a Seahawk jersey. I'm just telling you, there are, more there are more important things here today going on. We're coming to holy ground. And, and every encounter between followers of the Lord Jesus Christ cannot be just a couple of sports freaks. And I know I offended half of you then too, and I didn't mean to. I'm just telling you, I need to be able to walk up to, hello, he is risen. Good for you. He is risen. He's risen indeed. Then I go really crazy and I might say, peace be with you. And you'll say, peace be with me. I think, I think we just changed a radical dynamic. And I'm not saying you can't talk about the mundane, the ordinary, the earthly. I'm just saying maybe, maybe when we come into this hallowed and sacred house of the Lord Jesus Christ, we, we bring him up every once in a while. Let's not go crazy about it. But every once in a while, he is risen. He is risen indeed. And it doesn't even have to be Easter. He's alive. He's alive and we are standing on holy ground. Take off your shoes and lift your hands. I think worship ought to be something that is just powerful. I'll make you a commitment. I guarantee these people up here will, will seek the Lord Jesus Christ before they stand on that platform. You seek the Lord before you walk in here to worship him. Let's worship the Lord. Let's lift our hands as sacrifices of praise. Let's, let's just worship and, and adore him. Why? Because we're on holy ground, because it's a divine encounter with God. Amen? Amen. When you hear the word, start asking. The minute you hear it read, what's that? What? Holy Spirit, what are you saying to me? What are you saying to me? Exodus chapter 3, verses 1 through 7. What are you saying to me? may even be different than what he gives to me, but let's work together to see what this holy God is saying. I want to encounter the holiness of God. How about you? When we give, when we sing, when we pray, oh my goodness, that song that they sang. We, we call it prayer. God notices our faith behind the prayer. He, he knows if you're thinking about where to go for lunch. He wants to hear you say, 
God, I, I got nothing to offer, but I offer up my prayers and petitions to you because you are holy and worthy today. Oh, man. I'm, I, I, can't, I am so excited about 2023. <laughs> A little further down, I, I forget which verse it is, same chapter. God gives Moses this huge task. Go get him. And Moses said, here's what he said, exactly. I'm not able. Well, what I say to that is, of course you're not. You're not, I'm not. But he is. Uh, thank you, Valerie. He is. <laughs> of course you're not. Pastor, I'm not worthy to stand in his presence. Well, neither am I. I can't come onto holy ground. I can't come before a righteous God in my own worthiness or righteousness. I don't have any. The only way I can enter into holy ground and stand before a righteous God is because of Jesus. I'm forgiven. I've been saved by grace. I'm a child of the king, not based upon who I am, but based upon who he is. Of course you're not able. That's why the Holy Spirit of God needs to dwell inside of us. You can't possibly consider, dwell in, or think upon, or walk into holy ground unless the Holy Spirit of God is speaking to you daily. You just need to start listening. Of course you're not able. A little further down, God said this. He said these words exactly, I quote, but I will be with you. Ah. <sighs> Oh, well, that's different. I didn't know I wouldn't have to go this thing alone. You'll be there. You'll be there. Well, of course, Moses. Think I'm going to send you in there alone? Of course, Ray. You think I'm going to have you do this in your own strength? Of course, John and Mary and whoever. Of course he's going to empower us because we're not worthy or able on our own. You know, 2023, I, uh, we, we got a text, uh, Pastor Taylor, Pastor Danny and I, we, we text somewhat. And they, we texted back and forth and uh, I don't even remember the context of the text. But I remember writing something along these words. I said, I appreciate doing ministry with you and I look forward to 2023. And then I, I texted something. I look forward to assailing the gates of hell with you. See, that verse, the gates of hell will not prevail, that's not a defensive posture. That's an offensive word. In other words, when we start moving forward in the name of Jesus, the gates of hell cannot prevail. When we start taking steps and moving into the enemy's territory, the gates of hell cannot prevail because we have been on holy ground. And we're forever changed. Moses went on to be one of the greatest leaders in all of his Israelite history. He started out as Moses, but by the time he was finished, he was like Isaiah, who came into the presence of God and he heard the people cry, or the the, the creature's yelling, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God. And he said, uh, uh, he was touched with coals off, the uh, coals off the fire, changed man. Then God says, who will, go, who will go for us? And Isaiah was so overwhelmed. He said, I'll go. 
I don't even have to, I'll go. When you're on holy ground, you may not have it all together. You may not have all the answers. You may not be perfect in any way, shape, or form, but good, because God really gets annoyed with perfect people. He likes broken, ordinary people filled with this spirit on fire for Jesus Christ who will go in the name and say, Lord, here am I, send me. Why? Because they've been on holy ground. Let's take our shoes off of the things that hinder us and go assail the gates of hell. It's time for the church to stop being offensive and start going on the offensive. How many know there's a difference? In many ways, over the last few, we've been offensive. And we've been proud of it. Dear Lord in heaven. It's time to stop being offensive and start going on the offensive. In the name of Jesus. To start, you know, everywhere your step foot, everywhere you place your foot, I'm going to give to you. Now that's a, that's a promise for Israel. I just like the metaphor. That if I'm willing to take steps forward and move and slow down and, and have divine holy ground moments, the Lord Jesus is going to anoint and bless and raise up a group of people that will make 2023 a pretty exciting time. Okay, I'm done. I could keep going, but it's 12. There's, there's a game. I, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. I'm going to ask the ushers to come. Let's celebrate communion together.